everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Trainer Feed. We are your host. My name is Angel Sanchez. With me, I have my friends. What's up? And on today's episode, we will talk about the missing man, David Bravo. David Bravo. The Where light, you? the light, and the energy of the team. And due to, yes, life, he's not with us today. He's or not with us. Commitments. Um, but we thought we would take the opportunity to reflect on how much of a game player he is. Some, a couple of memories, not as if he's dead or anything, cause he's not like he's up the street, but, um, I mean, we don't know. We don't have him in front of us. So we don't know. We don't know. I heard from him this morning. That's all I know. But, um, he's school now or so we're going to try to find a different time to record. So we don't want to bore you with those details, but we figured we would just kind of um, gloss over some memories we have with him. Again, he's not dead. <laughs> he's alive. But just some funny takes with him. What what comes to mind first for you, Angel, when you, when you think about David or like not your relationship with him? Uh, let's see. So let's, let's do this because I think this will be fun exercise. Like try to think back to a time when we first met David and then how, uh, you know, your relationship with David grew. So I think for me, it's kind of, it's weird because like David, I remember, I remember David because he worked at the front desk at our old club. And so, you know, I used to see him and I had a pretty good relationship with the people at the front desk. Not to say David wasn't special, but I did my best to try to understand like who people were uh and then also like remember their name something about them something like that because like they're the first point of contact yeah. when anybody steps into the gym and they open the door like you know at 5:30 or 5:15 whenever it was so um especially when you're doing floor shifts and stuff like that it behooves you to know who these people are because they might be the person in the front at in the morning when you're standing outside with a whole bunch of members just like banging on the door to go you know they might let you in yeah exactly like minutes early when it's cold that that make that makes a difference and it helps you prep for your sessions and stuff like that so you're not in a mad rush to kind of like get a whole bunch of stuff together but anyway um yeah so my first interaction with david was when he was working the front desk and that was really cool because you know i met him uh you know, kind of found out that he liked to work out, he liked to lift. And then um, I saw him train with Keith and Diana. And then um, he wanted to do like powerlifting meet or O lifting meet. I think it was O lifting. And yeah. And then, you know, he eventually became a trainer, which I thought was a little bit weird. I remember the first person who went from front desk to a trainer. It's like something in the gym, like for those who don't work in big box gyms or aren't familiar it's it's weird it's not it's not weird as in like you don't do it but it is it's not very common common for somebody to go from one department to another let's say like maintenance somebody's like cleaning up the gym maintaining the space and then all of a sudden they become a trainer it's not very common that that path happens similarly with the front desk it wasn't very common for people to become trainers at um from the front desk so that was a little bit interesting, but um, I definitely think that he took time to get to know everyone and, you know, be be a sponge in, in regards to information. So he was really receptive to that. It wasn't like he kind of like dismissed uh, people straight out the gate. Now he dismisses people, but that's another story. I'll wait for him to defend himself. <laughs> 
Uh, but if he feels like something that somebody's doing is trash, or more specifically, if he feels like they're not getting enough range of motion, he'll be the first in line to he'll disapprove. Say it. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, it was cool because he was just like absorbing all the information. He was a really nice guy, very friendly, and um, yeah, he he's he's just like he's like I don't know, like a younger brother. I don't have brothers and I don't have younger siblings, but. I can imagine him as having that relationship with me. Like if I had a younger brother, I would see a little bit of David in him. Yeah, I I I see that to be the case. I know thinking back of what you said that he did have that rapport with the trainers you mentioned. I think that had him start off when he made the switch from front desk to trainer. He kind of had a more solid foundation to start off as a trainer, whereas some of us, I know I didn't really have much of a foundation. Uh, not everyone has that kind of pre-existing rapport with some of the more senior respectable trainers as well. And I think he kind of got that mentality of how to train and to train smart and not to be the kind of trainer that just does stuff to wow people and have higher risks of injury, right? So that was something off the bat he already had a pretty good um, mindset about. And then it's funny, um, he used to at the front desk, this funny story. And I used to have the Sunday night close shifts from 4 to 9 p.m. or 5 to 9, whatever it was. And he was still front desk. And this guy came in with his kid. And he says he says to David at the front desk, because I got the story after, like, oh, I'm just going to use the restroom or something. So David says, all right, like the guy's a member. Children aren't really allowed in the club unless you go to kids club, or kids care, whatever it is. This guy brings his kid to the main floor, is having the kid go hang from the pull-up bars he's on the treadmill this kid can't be older than like four or five and then i go down and i'm like david there's uh there's this guy with his kid and he's like on all of and david's like god damn it he said he was just gonna use a restroom and i was just laughing because david was had his like his little walk walking up the stairs and walked up to find this guy and he's like hey man you can't be here and the guy was like oh i was just he's like no nah, you can't be here and it was just funny seeing this guy let his kid try everything because the gym the old the youngest people are what teenagers usually yeah you have some that come back from school where their parents are members and their kids come back for the gym and just you like this kid's like at most five yeah so that was funny seeing david handle that and he was i mean i would because also without going too far off track there were some members who would do this where they would say let's say they only had access to one club mm-hmm. they would say i'm just going to use the restroom and then go to the floor and you think, all right, if you're the women's locker room, how'd you do it? Because you have to walk up the stairs. It'd get the elevator up. So, yeah, I, I that's where some people say that you're going to do this. Not to, like, ruin anyone's trick if you're listening. Sorry. But on blast. But he, he was funny with that. Um, front desk. And then, yeah, I mean, the other thing as well was, I think, with David, he always kind of did some hours to us while he always did, like, the 6 a.m.s. And then, uh, um, again, I think sometimes the rapport we had of other coworkers was maybe not as strong if we didn't see them as much, right? Right. And I think most of us that were close to that club all did a 6 or 7 a.m. at least multiple times a week. Right. So you have, you you instantly have that recognition or respect for someone that, like, it's not ideal to wake up that early, but you do it because you have to get the job done and you do it because you want to make a living. So there's that, there's that right off the bat also with him. Um, and as you said, he's such an easygoing dude. The it's just, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you don't get on with him. Alex loves to remind me that she was better friends with him first. She, she was at the front desk, and she was 
Hosa, yeah, and she says, "Oh, I was friends with him first, and now he's your friend." Which is not like he's not her friend, but the, I like we're closer <laughs> with him. And she says, "Oh, it's funny how I was closer." Because sometimes they have like these little jokes or like animal memes he loves. Oh yeah, he loves yeah. Them. So like they sometimes do that stuff. So it's funny that they have that rapport. But yeah, yeah, the animal thing kills me every time. But you know what? To each his own. Like you know, you want to send people animal memes or you want yeah. pictures of your animal your dog your pet your bird you know you definitely can but um but yeah that's why i, I kind of see him as like little brother too because like he does things like that where it's just like it reminds you that he is who he is at the same time you know what i mean like yeah there are people who look at other things right like anime and they're just like dog out over anime like this kid will just have like pages of like scrolling for for animal stuff <laughs> and he'll just be sitting there just cracking up like dying <laughs> and he'll be wondering what's so funny and then that's the worst thing if you ask him because then he'll show you and you'll just be like it's just a dog you know what I mean? Like, Doing like a, a trick or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know, put something on the dog, like a costume, and the dog's like trying to get it, figure itself out. Oh, my God. We were, we were looking at dog costumes the other day. Um, There's some funny ones out there, man. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so... um, Send them to David. Send them to David. David can dress them up because I know he has a dog at home. His parents, too. But I, th- I think also that... Uh, he's got the interest in sports too, so it makes it kind of easy. Yeah. You know, talk to him about that. And then, um, hey, I know he's a strong dude. He said he does Olympic lifting as well. And But I just think, as the as I just picked on earlier or spoke about earlier, that he just has that focus to train clients sensibly with the focus on not injuring them. Not that a client ever does, a trainer ever does, but he's we're all very sensitive. We're all that kind of, focus right where what's the risk versus reward you could jump on a box that's six that's like six feet tall but what's your risk versus reward could you just do a safe um asymmetrical squat that may well end up being more effective down the road and be safer you know so he's always been good about and as you said he's not shy at least of us to point out uh i'm not so confident about this or like uh this might need some tweaking you know and he's also done a lot of mentoring i think right i mean as it's crazy but i forget that me and you did a lot of mentoring you especially did a lot of mentoring uh we won't mention names <laughs> um we we worked with a lot of people and he had done some i think since we left uh that club but uh, it did feel weird when we left because me and you left the club and he was still there. It felt a little odd. But I guess COVID, through COVID, during this, the podcast kind of helped it keep the gel together because that's the thing. Like, when you walk those hours, you don't... Like, I was at 76 Street yesterday, but that's going to be maybe the third or fourth time since we left that I've been in. Like, in two yeah. plus years. Yeah. And part of that was COVID four months, but it's been two plus years. I've been there a handful of times. And that just to show that, like, that's how... Inf- and then I've seen him on two of those occasions. So, like, oh, just to show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, that's not that frequent, but... Um, but, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I would say this, like, uh, definitely in regards to how sensibly he trains people. Uh, you know, there are people who go into the industry and they start training and, you know, they just want to do everything and they just want to throw, like, every new tool at their client. 
Um, so it's weird because David has an interesting dynamic in the sense like, uh, personally, he's probably on the more immature side, <laughs> but professionally, he's more on the very mature side. Like it's like an old man with a boy's brain almost in a sense in a, you know, adult's body. So it's like, it's just so weird because it's like a contrast, like they're, they're opposing things right because it's like how serious are you gonna take take the old man when he keeps showing you like dog memes or something like that you know but like i say that to say like when he trains people like i know for sure like he's gonna take care of them he's gonna make sure that they're you know not getting injured like they're not uh going the route that's gonna hurt themselves he's being mindful of things and he's also talk uh talking to people about that so like whether somebody says i really want to do this and he knows that it's like uh, something that's going to put them in harm's way he'll have that dialogue like why do you want to do that what, what makes you want to do this movement what about this movement and then see if he can try to play the game of take a little bit of what you need with a little bit of what you want mm. and uh, go with it from there and that i feel is pretty mature because a lot of people just don't they don't think about that and they just think all right this person wants to do this we're going to do that um meanwhile on a professional level you should always do what makes you feel confident uh, as a professional because at the end of the day if somebody asks you why did you program for this person did you feel like it was the right thing and you're sitting in front of courtroom full of your peers and i look at you like how do you call yourself a professional if you're here exactly right so um anyway so yeah so he's a very interesting guy um one more story as well i forgot oh i have a i have a funny story too but i told this story so i don't want to say go ahead uh this is so uh i i can't remember who sent it but someone sent the email under his user like he must have left it on a computer and it rubbed off people the wrong way because they didn't know that it was a joke because someone else logged in on his account and said oh i know all this anyway i don't need to do it and i was like fucking guy thinks he knows all did you ever remember that this was like very early on in his training career as well. And they're like, this guy moved from, he, I think he'll remember this if we ask him, moved from front desk to trainer in three months, thinks he knows everything. And the email was like, I don't need to do this. I know it already or something. And it was like, it reply all. Yeah. And like everyone saw it, or like a group of us saw it. It was like either like all of us in the club or like a third of us. Yeah. I remember showing Marcel, I was like, look at this shit. This guy, who do you think he is? And she was like, <laughs> she was like, she said something like, this is, this is, that's crazy or something. And then later that day, he was like, he, he, and I was like, nah, because it didn't sound like it would be him, but it was somewhat, it was written, not, it wasn't written as a bad one where like, I'm David and I like poop. It was like not disbelievable completely. Mm. So I don't know what was your other story. No, my, wrap it up, but. my story was just the one where, um, and I, I think I told this one on the podcast before where we were both trying to use the bathroom. And then uh, he didn't have, he like cut me off. First of all, I went to the stall first. So we went to the bathroom and I go to the stall and I see that the stall doesn't have toilet paper. And so I'm like, oh, nah, I need to go uh. to toilet paper. So I'm working with, you know, trying to figure out maintenance, where's the TP at. He, he opens up the closet. First of all, I almost got into a fight with maintenance, dude, but that's another <laughs> story. That's another story. <laughs> but then I get the, I finally get the TP. And I'm going towards the, the room and, and uh, the stall. And then David cuts me off and he's like, bye. <laughs> and he locks the door i'm like all right this mofo he's gonna find out <laughs> oh yeah and then like i wait like <laughs> i wait like a minute and a half 
And then all of a sudden, he's like, he starts texting me, like, yo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. He's just like, yo, help me out. I'm like, nah, you cut me you off. Cut me off. Man. That's on you. That's on you. That's that's your mess. You're going to have to figure that Did out. Did you help him out? Eventually, yeah. yeah. But I made him. I, piece I, by I, piece. I forgot. I texted him. I think I told him, you, you got to scream, like, help me from the stall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you do it. Then I'll throw oh, you to But if not, it's over for you. You're going to have to do mud butt. Mud butt walk. That is funny. Actually, I don't know where. I think there was definitely a club where I went to a stall and there was none left. And I was like, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's too late at this point, right? So I literally, like, pull my pants up, dash into that next one. I'm like, all right, good, good. I know I saw five seconds, whatever. So, but like, you don't want to, like, flush and then go to the next one or try and go to the next one. Someone else takes you, but like, oh, no, I have like nothing. Like, yeah. you, it's, well, that's funny, yeah. No, you should always, always check before you go. Yeah. Sometimes it's Habit. like, don't obviously don't get into those situations, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pray, pray you don't find yourself in the situation to begin with, but for real. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we'll wrap it up because we want to keep it short and sweet. And uh, we would have called David, but he told us straight up that he would ignore our call. Should we try him? Uh, you can. Let's try. If he if he does pick up, you could actually put it on uh, Bluetooth. On the speed on the Bluetooth. Yeah. Oh, look, where is he? Should I try see if you can go? Yeah, there you go. We'll see if he picks up. Probably not though. He'll be like, nah, I don't. Yeah, because he he should be in class. So he says. Yeah. But you never know with this guy. Yeah, he might just pick up and. All right, we're going to assume that he's legit busy. If we get texted him like two seconds late, you're like, yo, what are we doing? Blowing him up. Yeah. I got like a crazy ringtone. You remember those <laughs> crazy ringtones? Yeah, I heard. My those. Who does? My dad. Right, that generation of people do, right? We we have an, there's a, you'll remember someone that we know mutually and they still have, I heard it earlier, that ringtone. I'm like, what is that, from 1991? <laughs> yeah. My dad's got a, he, he has each person in his phone or at least like his immediate people like different songs unique one yeah that's funny and mine is uh stunting like my daddy it's uh, a song from lil wayne and bird <laughs> it actually that. yeah oh my God, I every play time that. i call him i'm like oh no see if you know if you hear if you're in the same room by accent you're like that's my dad's phone yeah <laughs> you know those parents right <laughs> yeah i think my i think my folks have just a regular one like like mine but they, yeah. they don't even have you saved. It's just numbers. Just numbers. <laughs> no, no, no. I think they have. I think they have. I, I, I assume. I mean, I, I, I don't even call this. Sometimes I'd call the home phone. Not sometimes. Sometimes not the cell. I don't know. It's weird. That's what I've always grown up doing, right? Calling it home phone, and then I just call the cell. Well, because now I sometimes I Facetime them as well, so it's just easier. Yeah. So, but um, any closing thoughts on David? Should we call it? Uh, no, no closing thoughts on David. Think he's a good guy. Ladies, if you're interested and single. He uh, he's is a very nice guy. He's yes. obviously one of the kindest and sweetest people that I know. He knows all the best places to go for a bite and drink in the city as well. He's got a good knowledge of where it's good to go. Yeah, that's true. He has a pretty... He's got a better social life than I do, that's for sure. Than both of us put together, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. David, we miss you. All right, Pete. No, seriously, see you soon. Later, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>